Hello and welcome to the You Are Your Answer podcast, series one, episode one. How to generate great ideas without talking yourself out of them. I'm Laura and I'm a confidence and organisation coach over at lauramarconicox.com. Now, do you find you're really good at generating ideas, but just as good at talking yourself out of them? Maybe you need ideas for your work, a creative project like a book or a business you want to start. And you get as far as coming up with a list of ideas and then fear kicks in and you don't take them any further. Why does this happen? Part of you is pushing for change and improvement. It's curious and it's innovative. But another part of you fears change. As far as it's concerned, all change is dangerous and scary. So it'll do what it can to talk you out of it. Sometimes this is a useful invoice because it helps you to avoid real danger and major risks. It's like the bit of you that if you were alive thousands of years ago would stop you eating the poisonous berries. But it can't tell the difference between these things, these genuine dangers and risks, and the changes that you want to make in your life. Basically, it sees both as a threat to what it's familiar with. So you could call it your inner critic, your gremlin, voice of caution, whatever you call it. It starts very early when you're making your plans for something new by presenting a problem for every idea you come up with. It's a bit like when you have a conversation with, let's say, a friend who's stuck on something that they don't really want to do. And you're trying to help them come up with solutions. But every solution you come up with, they're like, oh, I couldn't do that because, oh, no, I couldn't do that because of this. So it's kind of like that, but in your own head, really. So... These problems that keep getting thrown out by your inner critic stops you in your tracks before you even really get started. So in this episode, what I'm going to do is show you a really simple exercise to actually harness the power of your inner critic so it becomes useful when you're exploring your new ideas. And this is something that I've found has really worked with me, um, and that's why I wanted to share it with you. So the trick really is basically to shift your focus or your inner critics focus from the problem to being solution focused so it's a very simple exercise to do it you're going to need three pieces of paper or three documents on your computer to get started on the first page list all your ideas as you normally would if you're having a bit of a brainstorming session just let them all come out in whatever way works for you, get them all out there. You could write them, draw them, doodle them, whatever works for you. Now on your second piece of paper, which you're going to have to hand at the same time, keep a list of any problems or what ifs or I can'ts that, that come up whilst you're writing. So let's say you know, you, you're writing an idea down and a bit of you goes, oh, I couldn't do that because, well, just write that down, put it to one side, capture it there. And keep going, capturing ideas, and capturing problems or obstacles or what ifs on that separate piece of paper until you're completely done. And what you're going to do next when you've done that is take your third piece of paper, look at your list of problems and reword them so that they're focused on possible solutions instead. So let's say your idea was to write a book about your experience working in an animal shelter. Don't ask why, that's just what I've come up with. Um, and one of the problems your inner critic has thrown down is I'm terrible at punctuation and grammar. What's the point? I can't do this. I'll, I'll just mess it up. And so on. We're all familiar with that. OK, so maybe you really are rubbish at punctuation and grammar. But you can shift that into being solution focused 
by writing it on your new list, your solution list, as find out how to start improving my punctuation and grammar. Now, it doesn't sound radical. It doesn't sound like a big deal. But bit by bit, it starts to retrain your mind in a way that acknowledges obstacles, but then keeps on going by also acknowledging your resourcefulness to find solutions. So basically, you're giving your inner critic something useful to do, making a problem list while your creative mind generates ideas. You're kind of distracting it, but you're also harnessing its ability to spot potential obstacles. You're then taking the reins back again and focusing on solutions before your inner critic gallops off down the route of fear. So I'll give you an example of how it worked for me recently. Um, when I decided I wanted to do this podcast, resistance really kicked in, telling me I've hardly ever done any public speaking, so I won't be any good at it. Podcasting looks too technical for me, and no one will want to listen to me anyway. So I still wanted to do the podcasting. All these problems were kind of being kicked up on my inner critic, throwing dust in my eye. So I shifted them to being more solution-focused. Um and it changed in this way. So I've hardly ever done any public speaking, so I won't be any good at it. Changed to podcasting will be a useful way to get better at public speaking. I will be alone at home, and if it doesn't sound good, I'll just re-record it. The second one, podcasting looks too technical for me. I shifted it to I've learned other technical things, might make in my website, so I'll see what online learning I can find and work through it at my own pace. And the third one, no one will want to listen to me anyway, and I'm including this because I think many of us feel this if we're going to write or record something for the first time. That one I, I changed to, I believe I've got useful stuff to share. And even if one person finds it helpful, it'll be worth it. No one listens, then that makes it a really safe space to practice my public speaking. So you can see there how it started to shift just by doing this exercise from just generating problems to actually generating some potential solutions. And it's, you might kind of, if you're kind of really embedded in that problem-focused mindset, you might be thinking, well, that's pretty naive. To some extent, maybe it is, but it's just beginning this shift from problem to solution. So to recap, to do this exercise, you get three pieces of paper, use one to brainstorm ideas, want to capture potential problems, fears and issues. And when you're done, take a third piece of paper and use it to shift your perspective on the problems to potential solutions. Now, this could feel really hard to do at first with your inner critic resisting by throwing out more new problems every time you come up with a solution. You know, it could feel like you're stuck in a bit of a chain. So it's really important to remember that you're retraining your brain here you're flexing the muscles of a whole new mindset. So persevere with it. You're smart, you're resourceful, and you're capable of learning and changing. Because if you weren't, you probably wouldn't be bothering to listen to this podcast. Now, if I can do it, I honestly think you can do it. <laughs> so please have a go. And I'd love to hear how you get on with this. So please get in touch if you have any questions or comments. If you try this exercise, let me know what you think about it. I'd love to know. And it helps me to really kind of focus on this podcast and come up things, with things that are going to help you. So do let me know how you get on. 
You can find out more about how confidence and organisation coaching can work for you at lauramarconicox.com. And if you sign up for my newsletter, you'll receive a free confidence building, uh, sorry, confidence building workbook. Um, and that workbook is based on things I wish I'd known when I was trying to really grow my confidence. I've also written some articles related to this episode, which I'll link to in the show notes as well. In next week's episode, we're going to look out at how you can build on this idea generation by identifying what's really important to you and then using those key values to decide what ideas to take forward and how. So I hope you'll join me then for another bite-sized episode on taking your ideas, taking your skills and gifts and starting to really turn them from dream into reality so you can make a real difference in the world and live a happier life. 